I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Out of the gates, here we go. Live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort Casino, Mitch Moss. Look who the cat dragged in. Polly Howard is back. And uh, we are loaded today over the next three hours. Good guests on the program, Nigel Seeley, 45 minutes. We'll run some Super Bowl cross-sport parlays or props by him involving the game itself and also some soccer matches going on this weekend. Former NFL head coach and Bengals offensive coordinator Jay Gruden on the show and Nate Tice, excellent at breaking down game film. And uh, we'll get into some matchups that he likes or dislikes in the big game coming up. A little bit later on in the program. You feeling better? Good, yep. Deadline good? day, baby. Deadline day. Here yeah. we go. How do you like this week now with the Super Bowl pushback? We talked ah, about great. this a lot yesterday. You have it all now, right? You have the yep. big game, but also you know, it's not all about the Super Bowl because it is a huge week in the NBA. Yeah, we've already had some big trades. Uh, McCollum deal. I know you ripped the Kings and rightfully so. I still can't believe they trade Halliburton and what they gave up. But now we'll see if the Lakers do anything. Oh, the Lakers. Oh, what a debacle. And then what happens with Harden here? You know, you have ESPN on ESPN crime. They're not talking. Yes, they're talking. They're hot and heavy. Um, well, by, by the way, it is like the exact end of the spectrum. Yeah. With, with how the insiders are going at it now with Brian Windhorst and Adrian Wojnarowski. I love both. Both guys are outstanding. Mm-hmm. But to tell people who missed this yesterday, Windhorst basically said, we are in the deal zone. He absolutely thinks something is going to happen. And Harden wants out. Yeah. And Woj came on later on, like an hour after uh, Windhorst and said, I'm not in the prediction business, but where it stands right now, nothing's happening. There is nothing going on between these two teams. Yeah, and then other people are tweeting out, here's what the Nets are asking for. <laughs> and they want everything but Embiid. So uh, the Sixers are saying, go pound sand. Yeah, it, it appears Harden is doing everything he can to leave. And I don't know what he's saying behind the scenes, but this he was an Iron Man, and now he's missing games left and right. First things first, they've lost nine in a row. Well, Durant comes back, everything will be fine. And maybe they do it like Toronto did with Kawhi and say, we know he's going to leave, let's just try to win the title. But this is an unmitigated disaster how bad they've been. They're underdogs tonight to the Wizards and Beal's out for the season. Yeah, That'll let you know. Who knows what happens with this mask mandate and what happens with Kyrie? Well, you might not have them uh, for home games the rest of the year. But this was an Iron Man who's missing game tight hamstring, handspring. ESPN went back and looked at this. There have been two players previously going back to 2008 that have missed a game for a handspring. And he's saying, I can't go because of a handspring. Right. Okay. And then well, he had a horrific showing against the Kings 
when he scored, what, four points and was awful defensively. So he's pretty much saying, I don't want to be here anymore. But what do you do if you're the Sixers? Because I could have done a better job uh, explaining it earlier in the week. But the Westbrook comparisons and this albatross of a contract that this will be, after this season, he wants the Supermax. He wants over $50 million a year. So the contract's going to go sky high, one of the highest in NBA history. The production's going down. He's having one of his worst seasons in 10 years. You're going to give that guy $50 million a year. Oh, by the way, he'll quit on two teams in two years. Well, that's, that's another part of it, right? Like, James Harden is really good at a couple of things, right? One of those is all of a sudden ballooning up and getting, like, way overweight. I know people are joking about where he got the fat, fat man suit from. And, and all of a sudden, it's like he adds a 20-pound vest of uh, Coors Light to his, to his belly, right? Yeah. And he looks monstrous. And now he's good at tapping out on teams. This is not like a recurring thing with this guy. Yes. But when, you know, he was actually, before that stretch of the injury, and he played that poor game against uh, Sacramento, he did have really good numbers here. And last year, he was in the mix to win the MVP because everybody was getting hurt. He was putting up outstanding numbers. Other guys were banged up for the Nets. He was carrying the team. Then he went down again. Uh, the problem is here, again... Like, do the Sixers um, possibly bend to what the Nets are looking for? And I don't imagine that's going to happen. And we saw the report. I think it was Jordan Schultz who's connected. He did that podcast for a long time with C.J. McCollum who got dealt. He knows, like, NBA stuff, uh, works for ESPN. He was saying, you're exactly right. They're asking for everybody but Embiid. And I think at some point here, if you're the Sixers, when they want uh, Maxie and other parts to go along with it, then you're going to say, okay, we'll talk with Harden. For Simmons, but this is a joke now. We're not going to give up our entire roster for this guy. Yeah, and maybe Curry, Simmons, and Thibault is too much with some picks. But you could say he's just going to sign there in the offseason anyways, but you never know. They could change his mind. They could make a run at the title. Who knows? But he dogs it and gets his way out of Houston to go here, and now he's not happy. Right. After And it hasn't even been two seasons. Only in the NBA could something like this happen. Right. And, only, and it, and it and happens only a lot now. Yeah, and only Harden. So, I mean, the fact that this guy, what this he will be untradeable once he signs that Supermax. And do you want to give him $50 million a year, too, if you're the Sixers? Okay, well, here's the and thing. And you're stuck right? with the guy. He's good. He wants the new deal. If he's going to want the max, first of all, will, could a team in the NBA, let's say it's not the Nets or the Sixers, so a team in the NBA is still going to, like, cave in and give him a huge contract, what's more likely to happen? Where Harden gets close to the max from another team, or he goes where someplace where he thinks he's going to be happy to play with other great players and doesn't get that much money. Because some team in the NBA, despite that. Well, the, the miles that he has on the body, right, his overall age, somebody in the NBA will give will break the bank for him. That Art, will happen. Uh, it's only a couple teams could do it, though. Only Sacramento, I think it's Indiana, San Antonio, and one other team can give him, like, the $50 million a year. Yeah, but even if but they don't get to 50, Paul. Yeah. They're still going to give this guy $30 million a year. And that's a ton of money for a guy that's going to be that old. He's still, I think, you know, one of the best players in the NBA. But it is it is the NBA we're talking about here. This happens. It's, it's Come on, this has gone on since the 90s. Some player who did nothing in the regular season will have a breakout series in the playoffs. Oh, here's back then, five years, $35 million. And today, that means five years, $130 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing is, and, and, and Jalen Rose mentioned this yesterday on the pregame. Well, if I'm this, the Nets, I don't know if I want to bring, bring in Simmons now when he's been sitting out and then, you know, I want to have him for a training camp. Well, you might not get this opportunity. I mean, who knows, who knows what happens? They might, they might not do this deal. Harden says, I'm going to the Sixers anyways. Maybe they trade Simmons somewhere else and they, they flip Harris to OKC 
one of the teams that can take that ridiculous contract and they just sign Harden outright. Mm-hmm. That could happen. So you might not get this opportunity right. again uh, if you're the Nets. But in any event, it's what a disaster and what, what everything gone wrong for Durant. Maybe they win it last year if they don't get hurt. Probably, but but this is a mess now. You've lost nine well, in a row. You're you're you get beat by the Kings. How bad they've been. Okay, but here's the thing. Again, if they don't trade James Harden, I don't care how unhappy he is. Once Kevin Durant comes back from this injury, who's going to want to play this team in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, but Harden could uh, sabotage your season and say, "I told you." I didn't want to be here and, and still go through the motion. I don't know. So. No, that's not. You know, once, Hart, once Durant comes back, I can't imagine that's going to happen. Or you sit the guy and say, fine, we're gonna, we, we punted on trading you, and now you're not going to play for the rest of the year. They can pull a Lakers with uh, Westbrook in the fourth quarter. You think they should be the favorites? I know a lot of that's liabilities baked in. But right now, they're the favorites to win the title. Uh, once they get healthy, they should be right, right there at the very top of the board. With some of the other teams, yes. Well, you get, you know how well Durant was playing before he went down. I know, but Harden has, has had a bad year. You're not going to have Kyrie for half I, the I games. I don't know. If You're not going to have Joe Harris. The supporting cast is stunk, and the Bucks look like a freight train. Well, I know this. If they if they have to do the play-in situation, right? Probably going to happen. And then they eventually get the eight. Who's the one seed that you would trust to beat the the Nets at yeah. full strength at the eight? Well, one game, anything can happen. The so, Cavaliers? The Nets yeah. and the Cavaliers in the first round, one versus eight. Cavaliers have been a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Bulls? No, thank you. Yeah. Imagine if we got Bucks, Nets. Well, the Bucks would navigate that so they don't get the one seed. And they would have to vo- avoid that playing spot there for the eight. But, uh, by the way, for what it's worth, I totally agree with what Harlebob said on Twitter last night. Vulgaris, like he was the most successful NBA better in the world mm-hmm. for a long time. He said, can we stop for a minute here to realize like how much better the Nets are once they get Ben Simmons? And he's right with that. I mean, Simmons to the Nets and what he adds to that team, a totally different dimension than what Harden gives them. Like, they don't need James Harden on this team. It's an absolute luxury. That's the icing on the cake. Simmons comes over. He doesn't have to score. Yeah. He's, he's afraid to shoot, doesn't want to dunk the ball when he's open down low. Fine. Kick it out to, to uh, Kyrie or to KD instead and play great defense and facilitate. Like, that does. I think the trade makes well, too much sense for both sides. Sure. Well, it's not exactly the best fit for Embiid either. Because Embiid needs room around the basket. He, he, you know, he's back to the basket kind right. of guy for the most part. Are you saying Simmons is not or Harden's not? No, Harden right. with the Sixers. Yeah. And then also Harden's going to be a defensive liability, too. Well, that's obvious no matter where I mean, that goes. that's right. But that's also another problem that you have to – because what if you're shipping Thibault, too? What do you look like defensively if Thibault's part of the deal? Well, do you want to get rid of Maxi and get rid of Curry? I don't. Well, they're not – yeah. And might, they can't be part of the deal. No. Not both. You might get Curry, Thibault, and Picks, but yeah. that's uh, yeah too much. And then what do the Lakers do? I mean, it looks like they're they're stuck with this team. They're lost. They're, I mean, they lose to Portland. They're they're better off just completely not even getting in the playing game if they just miss it all together. They're uh, better off doing that. They've lost six of eight. The wins were the Knicks when they were down twenty one and beating Portland at home. They're a complete train train wreck. And Portland trains McCollum, and everyone's out, and you lose to them. Give me, give me something. Give me a redeeming quality on the net, uh, Lakers right now. Not named LeBron James. I, Monk's I, had his moments. That, that's about <laughs> it. This is uh, uh, last night seven points. Why? Everyone said why Westbrook. It's a horrible fit. You could have had Buddy Heald. Uh, why? Uh, why Westbrook? Uh, uh, and two things: late night action last night. For those of you just waking up, didn't have a chance to watch it. Uh, we pointed out here in the first segment of the show yesterday, watch the player props with two guys specifically for the Kings since they dealt Heald and Halliburton. The usage rate's going to go up. Minutes will be there. 
De'Aaron Fox quietly is having like a huge month. He went, he flew over his points, rebounds, and assists. Now, I freaked out a little bit last night because they did not start Davian Mitchell, but he still played 34 minutes. He had like 18, 7, and 7, and his, point, his points, rebounds, and assists was 18 and a half. So maybe it'll take a minute here for books to, you know, adjust the two players. But Fox is getting like 25, 27 a game lately, and he went flying over again. So definitely that's what you want to pay attention to with the Sacramento Kings. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. We'll recap last night's betting action with line moves and he upsets and bad beats with win some, lose some coming up next. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. What a run it was for the favorites in the NBA. Going into the Los Angeles and the Minnesota games, favorites were on a 31 and 2 straight up run. And 29-3-1 ATS. And, of course, the Lakers and T-Wolves lose outright. Right? I mean, come on. Look at that. 31-2 straight up, which is one thing. But 29-3-1 ATS. I couldn't believe the run the last four or five days. It was nuts and all these parlays getting cashed. Yes. By the way, strange schedule spot last night as the the Wolves played at the Kings back-to-back days. Yes. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And Sacramento got it done. So bonus wasn't supposed to play. He did. They cash on the money line plus 265. Portland was plus 375. I mean, how, how bad is it for Los Angeles? And they're stuck with that Westbrook contract. I mean, the only thing they basically can do is trade for John Wall. They can't do much. It's bottom of the barrel bad right now for that team. Or get some package from the Knicks. And why, you know, would the Knicks take them on? Oh what, what, what a back to back for that team on Super Bowl week. It, absolute embarrassment at home to the Bucks the other night yep. and to follow it up last night by losing outright to a horrible Portland team. Yep. Kings T-Wolves over 232 up to 237. 
132-119. SMU Moneyline plus 250. Surprise Houston. How does Houston score 50 points and a half and lose? Yeah, Houston, <laughs> they were killing them, and SMU yeah. came all the way back. Premier League, Southampton Moneyline, 5-1, beat Tottenham. Norwich, Crystal Palace draw, plus 240. Norwich scored a minute in. <laughs> we talk about these hockey. How do you score nine seconds in? They scored a minute in the, in the soccer match. Leeds, Aston Villa draw, plus 280. Coyotes, plus 185, beat Seattle. Overs last night in the NHL, 4-1-1. One one. Win some. Great tweet from Bill yesterday. You know, we've had several doctors actually, or claim their doctors, actually email the show saying, eh, I'm concerned about Matt. You know, the diet. But I thought this was a great tweet. That the guy who is ridiculed and who eats fast food for every single meal is always healthy, never sick, and fills in for the guys that are sick. Yep. I mean, it's incredible. Recently filled in. He doesn't sleep. No. Recently filled in for me. I missed eight shows. Could have been back, but still had like a major cough. They're like, you're in kind of a cocoon here. Don't. It's going to be a bad look on TV. That kind of a deal. You're out the last two days. Matt, no problem. Fills in. Never sick. Home run every time. Good to go. Talks about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Incredible. And with his diet. I'm concerned, people say, with his diet. And he's like, well. Don't be. Here's your middle finger. I'm never sick. I'm, I'm healthy as can be. And this is Matt Humans in a nutshell as well, where you're shooting the breeze while the guest is on the line, and he goes right into material. Of course, what would you ask Ed Orgeron if you ever talked to him? Humans wants to know about what he orders at Popeye's. This was great yesterday. I love Popeye's. Yes, I do. Hey, Louisiana born and bred. Uh, can't wait to eat it. You know, uh, I was telling you guys a little bit earlier, you know, sometimes when I, I, I arrive at the airport in New Orleans, I'm going to Baton Rouge, I'm going to give me two large bed, red beans and rice, six biscuits, large mac and cheese, and eight pieces of chicken. <laughs> That's a big order for a big guy. Wait, wait. So, so, so you, you land in New Orleans, you stop at Popeye's. That's your order when you're going to bat. How long does that drive from New Orleans to Baton Rouge? About an hour, an hour trip. There's nothing but bones and biscuits going out the window, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Bones and biscuits. <laughs> right out the window. Oh, man, man. Oh, is he a character? Who wants it? Who cares about Joe Burrow? I want to know what Orgeron's diet I is. I said this to begin the show. In the, <laughs> what, five-year history of this program, Ed Orgeron, I think, was the number one guest I was looking forward to speaking to out of any non-like sports betting guest really? we've ever, ever had on. And he lived up to it. Oh, yeah? He was incredible. That's so good. That's some... It's a big order for a big man. And we're going back and forth on what he actually said. I asked him the most Cajun thing he's ever eaten in his life. And it's tough to tell. Did he say, I'm assuming he said fried calf brains? I've listened to it ten times. It sounds like he said fried cat brains. You can Fried cat brains is not a Cajun thing, is it? That can't be possible. It has to be fried. Because at least like... You ever had fried gator? I've had alligator before. I've had, yeah. Yeah. I had it at uh, But like, is... Because calf brains is a thing like in other spots as well. But I, I don't know. Strange. Right. Very good. All right. To the dog videos. Let's go. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends. There we go. Cat's on his back. <laughs> look at that. Got the view. No problem. I got him. <laughs> look at him. Just looking around. A little windy up there. And the cat's all hanging on for dear life. And I got you. Don't worry about it, buddy. That dog definitely does not eat fried cat brains. All right. Yeah. Lose some. Calf spurs over. 214 up to 217 and a half. 105.92. What a race it is in the Central Division. Woo! Bulls Hornets over. 230 up to 237 and a half. Fell 230. Jazz Warriors over 221 up to 227. Not even close. Oh, that was a pounding last night by Utah. Yep. Yes, it was. Now they're they're playing well all of a sudden. Uh lose some. 
How about 515? You believe this? Las Vegas locally tweeted it out. Summerlin is a suburb here of Las Vegas. A bar made a bartender who got robbed to pay it back. Well, rest assured he's doing the right thing. This is in the Washington Post. He's getting his money back. He's suing. And to make matters worse, after he paid the money back, they fired him. Yeah, this I mean, he's a- like, it was traumatic for him that he saw the show up because the guy put a gun in his face. And the first thing they did was, sorry, yo, yo, you got robbed? Oh, you're paying the money back. Correct. Give me yes. a break. This was a huge story here locally going back to, I think, like late summer of, of last year or the fall. Right around there, we briefly talked about it then. Imagine that. And I think the video came out from it of the guy actually, stick him up, oh, pal. I didn't give see me the that. money. Oh, my God. And he's like, ah, you got me. And then they're like, yeah, no, sorry, pal. You're going to owe us that money back. Well, what? The, the whole, if this is a chain, does that, like, shut it down. What are you doing? How do you treat your employees like that? Absolutely. And there was a, people crying for a boycott of that particular bar restaurant. Absolutely. Lose some, Jonathan Allen. Well, someone asked him the question, dead or alive, pick three people you want to go to dinner with. Oh, I don't even know this. Oh, boy. <laughs> One was Grandpa. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes some sense. Take a guess what the other one was. I don't even want to guess because I'm going to say something terrible and I don't want to be the guy who gets it wrong and then one, I look like a jerk. One was Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what he said. Come on. I have no. I have not heard What do you this. think he said? You know I'm, what he said. I'm not guessing. Hitler. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> and he went Steve Psycho Lions again. He had to apologize again. But his rationale was, I want to pick his brain and you know see what he thought, why he thought that way. And, <laughs> He also called him a military genius. <laughs> so, how many times do people? What are you doing? Okay, so actually, Hitler was going to be my guess. I had this is the first time I heard the story. Of course, it has to be your guess. Okay. Oh, I set but, it up that way. But if, but if I say Hitler and it's not Hitler, then I get fired. Probably. Okay. <laughs> then I'm the horrible human being for no, saying I, something no, like that. I would, oh, yeah. yeah. No. Are you, come on. That's yeah, absolutely. Uh, even even if you think that, yeah. Which okay, I could actually listen the to somebody. College got fired. They asked. Yeah. Right, of course. Yeah. Was yeah, you were gone. Yep. How is that your answer? I don't know. How many people are going to be taken down by that question? <laughs> and they keep going back. To... <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Who would you want Come to have up with something else? You're right. Yeah, yeah, have there's... a backup plan when somebody asks that question next time. I think it's better if we just say alive. When you say dead, people are like, yeah. Eh, why do people go though? But they... and again, he uses the same rationale. I want to see what he was all about. Yeah. Why he thought what he did. Uh, win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Thursday, get a 20% profit boost on college hoops. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Jonathan Allen, Washington Commanders, if I didn't say it. Uh, so he uh, he had to deal with the bleep storm. There you go. Okay, uh, good tweet here from Dave Tooley. Works at VSIN, does a lot of writing, vsin.com, and for Point Spread Weekly. He said for the early risers, you may have missed this, but there was a book here in town last night that actually moved the Rams down to minus three and a half, and he's been suggesting... You know, take the Bengals four and a half now for a long, long time. Now, huh? Dave Tooley is dog or pass. Like, it's – and when I say that, by the way, I really mean, like, he's 99% dogs, maybe even higher than that. I don't even know what has to happen for him to be on a favorite. It never happens. He's on the Bengals plus four and a half, but he's been telling people because he thinks the number's going to move and, it come, and come down. And last night here in Las Vegas at one spot, it did. It is now Johnny Avello's correct. It is now 175 on the money line. That was a fast move because there it goes. They were minus two dollars at several books yesterday. How about that? Here it comes. Yeah, here right. come the Bengals. Right. Tooley also likes to play the first period overs, which is he'll parlay them. But that's, that's it. He'll right. lay the dollar right. seventy, dollar eighty. Oh, by the way, the uh, Joe Burrow MVP 
was as high as plus 275 yesterday. That's now, that would make sense, right? Now that's coming down. I'm looking at like plus 240 or, or even below that now. So, but as anticipated, I thought we would see 170 like tomorrow night, Friday night. How low does it go? We're already at 175. Yeah. Not even to Friday yet. I think it'll stabilize though. I mean, if you're, because you're going to come in about Rams late, yeah. right? On the money line? Yeah. But I, don't, I don't think you're. I think the, the Rams win by two scores. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got him by like 24, 16, something like that. I got him winning too. How about no touchback? It's down to 110. Oh, it's the it's, plus money's gone. I saw minus 118 <laughs> last night. <laughs> it was plus 180 at one yeah, book. That, 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 if, that, if that is not a touchback again this year, you can forget about finding plus money next year again on that. Correct. Bet Rivers has amazing odds boost for the big game. Your real, uh, your first real money same game parlay on the Super Bowl is risk free up to 25 bucks. Get a surprise Super Bowl profit boost for an exclusive Super Bowl prop every day for logging in. Visit Bet River Sportsbook today and check out all the options along with exclusive new promotions for sports bettors. Must be 21 plus available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877 hope new york or text HOPE-NY-467-369. We do have future bets to cash tonight. And what's more likely to happen in the Super Bowl? The Sports Betting Network. You're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams? Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so will we get an upset tonight based on what the closing lines were for these uh, NFL awards? Yes, it is tonight. I think it's at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. For example, the MVP odds, and you cannot I could not find odds on this anywhere yesterday. Maybe they're available in some global spots. But um, to win, the, la- the last odds that I found on this, going back, Aaron Rodgers was minus $4 to win the MVP. Tom Brady, 5-1. to one. Burrow crept all the way down to 10. Jonathan Taylor was 16 and Cooper Cup, 20. Yeah, I think if they voted today, it'd be Cup. Yeah, so do I. And Rodgers would be nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is interesting. But yes, Rodgers expected to win tonight and not supposed to be close. Uh, the can, other, can Brady shock you know, the world? No. I don't I, think I so. I don't think so either. He had great numbers, but I think it's going to be uh, Rodgers. The other one was uh, the the uh, T.J. Watt Defensive Player of the Year. Now, one place said he was as low as 350. He was was a lot higher than that, unless I missed it the last game or two. I mean, I think Watt wins in a runaway. I think he was as high as minus 2,000. Yes. Around week 17 and 18. Yeah. So that's that's what I recall, too. So, uh, you know, one place saying, well, he's a 350 favorite uh, last check. I mean, that's... He was a lot higher than that. Right, right. I would expect him to be be an easy winner after the season. He had tying the record and missing games. Well, for example, Paulie, if a sports book offered TJ Watt minus three fifty today to win that award, I mean, I would pound it until I, yeah. I couldn't bet any more money on it. Mm-hmm. The coach of the year odds: Mike Vrabel minus one eighty five, Zach Taylor plus two fifty, Matt Lafleur plus three fifty. Did did Vrabel do enough late? Because, again, these voters wait until the Wednesday after the regular season is finished with. And so they they were the one seed. Like, that probably wrapped it up for them, right? Sure. Without without Henry and all the key players, Brown was out. Julio never played. If we get an upset tonight, is it with the rookie of the year? Because Jamar Chase Mm. 
in the odds market actually took over as the favorite after that Week 17 performance against the Chiefs. But before that, and before that specific game, I was saying Mac Jones minus $5 was too high. And it flipped. But at one book, when it closed, Jamar Chase was minus 250. Mac Jones was 2-1. to one. I think it's going to be Chase. Yeah. And I, that Week 17 performance is going to carry him. And then Mac, you know, with a pick six against Miami and didn't play well down the stretch, I think it's going to be Chase. Yeah, so I don't I don't know where the upset would come from, to be honest. And the Offensive Player of the Year came down to Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Both guys were like minus 110. So sitting in that same, similar odds range, um, I think it's going to be like the Oscars tonight. Chalk, chalk, and more chalk. Yeah. Uh, and then as for the game itself, what do you think is more likely to happen? Alternate unders are in play for the game or alternate overs? Meaning, like under 42.5, under 37.5, or over 55.5, over 62.5? I don't have a, I, I have no feel. I don't have a feel. I think the Rams win comfortably. That's the only thing I'm, I'm confident in. I don't know if Akers has a big game. I don't think Cincinnati will be able to run the ball. But I don't know if the Rams are going to be it's aerial assault and, and beat them that way. Will it be a nice nice mix? Will Akers have a good game? That's a, I, I don't, I, is it going to be 37-30? Is it going to be 24-14? Something like that. I mean, I don't, I don't have a feel for how this is going to go. This is one of the Super Bowls where, and my bets are placed up like this as well, uh, and I'm hoping that nothing happens whatsoever. And one of those games where I did, and I made every single bet, I don't do that every single year. Like a lot of like the professional sharps will do that every single year. And when it happens, they get paid off handsomely, like the Patriots-Rams game. Sharps absolutely killed it during that game. I loved everything under in the Broncos-Carolina game. Yeah. Everything. And I, and I loved the Broncos on the money line and alternate spreads, alternate unders, the whole shebang, and it happened to, to land that way for me. I can't see that, though. Like a really low-scoring game. There's too much firepower. And the quarterbacks well, are too good. And you don't have Panthers were, have... Panthers were 15-1 and one that year, yeah. and Cam was the MVP. Yeah. You had a nasty, that was an all-time Denver defense. Oh, I know it was, That yeah. was a great Denver defense. Yeah. And you had issues with Manning at quarterback. I'm hoping for like 17-6, to be honest. Oh, God. That's what I want. Because well, then, 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 then I have an unbelievable Super Bowl. The thing, the thing I told you Monday, the only thing uh, that would shock me would be Bengals in a blowout. Uh, maybe that helps you that Ramsey wants a piece of Chase, and they're going to put Ramsey on Chase. And then does you he, buy, does by he the take way, him out? And then what Higgins and someone else has to beat him. We still know about Usama. I think that's going to be a mistake because others have pointed out, like film nerds, not nerds, that's the wrong word, but guys who do this for a living, they said that uh, Jamar Chase is the kind of guy that Ramsey can't handle. He's too small. He's too quick. He's too elusive. The kind, Ramsey's built. I mean, he's like 200 pounds. He's built to take on a guy like T. Higgins. Like, he has to be on Higgins to slow okay. him down. Interesting. And so they brought that up. And, uh, you know, I mean, if that's what they see on film all the time, that would make some sense to me. Um, what do you think is more likely to happen? Stafford wins the MVP if the Rams win, or Burrow wins the MVP if the Bengals win? Uh, Burrow. I could see Stafford turning it over, and it's just too much cup. They just have no answer for cup. Too much cup, maybe too much yeah. defense. That could be too. You're, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you, maybe they sack him five times. Maybe he turns it over. I totally agree with you, Paul. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that's one yeah. of the ways. If you're betting the Bengals here... I would still, if you want to add Burrow as the MVP or bet that instead of betting uh, Bengals on the money line, if the Bengals win the game, I mean, there is it's, a... Yes, now we... Okay, right. It's got to be high scoring, right? Uh, the, the Bengals are going to win a 17-16? That, that I don't see happening. Okay, right. Yeah. And right, if they're going to be putting... Like, Burrow is going to be the reason why they win the game. 
and they love giving the quarterback the award. Right. I can see because I don't think Mixon does much. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see. I don't see he has a path. I mean, the 49ers couldn't run the ball. Correct. Mixon's going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's more unlikely, Joe Burrow and the Bengals make regular trips to the Super Bowl, or they're closer to one and done. One and done. Too strong AFC. I would agree. Too many good quarterbacks. We're on the same page with right. all this stuff. It's a good story, but let's be honest. They're lucky to be here. They're very lucky to be here. I'll tell you Tennessee what. Tennessee blew it. Danny Hill blew it. Yep. They were plus three in the turnover battle. They had McPherson. The whistle in the Raiders game. Well, yeah, I still think they uh, win that so one. But I, still but... came down to the final drive and play. And then uh, Kansas City has twice inside the five-yard line. Couldn't score. Yep. They lost. Mahomes lost his mind on the last drive, and... Uh, and Kansas City blew an 18-point lead at home. Tell you what, one of the things that drives me absolutely crazy with uh, mainstream media is they're all the, the comparisons immediately with some of these players. Like, right? I mean, first of all, four years ago, Mahomes was already the next Tom Brady, and some people were calling Mahomes the best quarterback of all time. Uh, they've won one Super Bowl, by the way. They've been to two. Joe Burrow now all of a sudden is the next Joe Montana or the next, and his persona and how he operates, I get that. But now the comparisons, oh, he's going to take over for the next Tom Brady? Like, what are we doing here, folks? Every single year now, the guy, the next person up is going to be the next Tom Brady. Can we let it simmer here for 10 years, please? Um, and the AFC is absolutely loaded at the top. Like, to expect Joe Burrow and the Bengals to get back over and over and over again. Yeah, they're all young, it, it, all these guys. Yeah, look, look at Josh Allen and the Bills. That team couldn't even make the weight fell this year. They couldn't even make the AFC title game. They couldn't win with 13 seconds left on the clock because Mahomes is so good. It's, it's completely loaded, and people just go, they, uh, I just, I hate it. I really do. Uh, what's more unlikely, Joe Mixon and he brought this up, so I, I will piggyback it. Joe Mixon and Cam Akers are the two offensive stars, or the Bengals go right down the field on the opening drive for a touchdown. Because mm. I don't think I, I don't think this game sets up very well for either running back. Yeah, but also with the Rams and how the defense is played, we pointed this out. Was it earlier this week? Late last week? My days are confused. But the Rams' defense on the opening drive—they have not allowed points since Week 14 right. to Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be—I would be shocked if the Bengals get the opening kick and they go 80 yards, four plays, touchdown in your face. How does that feel? Yeah, I could see a field goal, but it's going to take some time. Right. But that's right. That good point about the Rams' defense and why I like that punt, that prop Bengals score or punt first. By the way, punt minus 140. Among our guests yesterday, Sal Palantoni was on the show. <laughs> He couldn't. He loves Odell Beckham in the game. Loves him. Mm. He thinks Cook, you know, Cup is going to get his numbers as well. But he thinks Beckham is going to be. He's going to dance all over the Bengals. And he said, "I would bet two guys to win the MVP. One of them would be Odell Beckham." And he's there, and you know, Los Angeles covering the Bengals side of things. But he thinks the matchup overall, Beckham, what he means to Stafford in the offense is going to. Be, What's his price? Twenty-eight to one. That high? Yeah, I saw twenty-eight right, thirty to one. Okay, very good. Uh huh. I could see it. You could see Beckham. Well, MVP's a stretch, but that's right. Having a good game, big game, but that's yeah. certainly I could see. Yeah, Cup and Beckham go crazy. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all of the betting insights for the big game, and there is still time to sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Here's what you do. Visit vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. That's vcin.com slash Super Bowl. Nigel Seeley is going to join the program coming up next. Been a while since we've had our uh, lad on the program. Uh, we'll hit some cross-port props up next. 
He'll give us the soccer side, for example, Van Jefferson receptions versus Liverpool goals. And how about AC Milan goals versus Bengals and Rams combined rushing touchdowns coming up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers has amazing odds boost for the big game. Your first real money same game parlay on the Super Bowl is risk-free up to $25. Get a surprise Super Bowl profit boost for an exclusive Super Bowl prop every day for logging in. Visit Bet Rivers Sportsbook today and check out all the options along with exclusive new promotions for sports bettors. It's been a minute since we've had our uh, mate on the show, our good mate Nigel Seeley from across the pond to talk a little soccer, but we'll try to tie in some of these Super Bowl crossport props with the soccer world as well, and he is on fire in the lower leagues. Nigel, good morning, wow. mate. How are you, pal? I'm good. How are you guys? I haven't spoke to you for a couple of weeks. Are you all safe? Paul, you sound a bit of a cold there. You okay? <laughs> yeah, that's going around. I know. I was out a couple of days. Of course you're hot. We haven't had you on for weeks, and you're, right. you're winning. You're cashing tickets nonstop, left and right in the European. Give me a break. Yeah, you've had a good season. Obviously, last season was the COVID-affected season, which we've been well documented about how hard it was. Uh, this this time around, normal service is resumed. We're doing very, very well in the European leagues. Uh, UK season's about flat, but I think on the whole, on soccer, on the, on the, we're about, I think, I can't remember off the top of my head, around about 65 units up on the um, on the season so far. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. But usually our futures are really going to get us about 40, 50 units as the season goes on. But we're looking about flat on the futures. So it's it's a bit of a strange season because usually the futures win a lot and the matches sort of break even. But this season, the, the matches are getting all us the cash, so it's all good. Well, like the last couple of weeks have been uh, on fire for you, right? You said 65 units for the year, but like, what are you up since the calendar flipped to 2022? You've been crushing it since then, right? Uh, on the on the on the soccer, yes, we've been doing very well. On the tennis, I had a disaster. I've had a terrible Australian Open. I mean, a really really bad start of the year. But I always find the tennis hard at the beginning of the year. But I didn't expect the Australian Open to be as bad as it was. But on the on the soccer, it's been very very good. I would guess probably about. I, off the top of my head, I, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but I'm guessing probably about 
35 units up. But you can, you can check them all on the, the website. And last week, the, uh, the golf, we had the winner of the golf, Harold Varner, the third, getting the, that incredible putt on the, to eagle the last and winners the 66 to 1. So it's been, a I think, on, on 2020 on all sports, sorry, 2022 on all sports, I think Premier Sports Plays are up around about, uh, well, on February, February, about 65 units up in February, 70 units up in February. Of course, Paulie. You nailed it. We haven't had him on. Yeah, right. Incredible. Yeah, sure. And the Premier League's been on break, so there you go. All right. Uh, there's a couple matches today and then the card this weekend. Anything stick out with the Premier League? I think if you look at the matches today, I think the lines are about right for where you want to be. I mean, it's a tale of two matches. Wolves against Arsenal. You would expect not many goals. Um, fair to say. Arsenal, I think the last four Arsenal matches under two and a half goals has cashed. Wolves, notoriously this season, have been very, very low scoring, but in recent weeks in the Premier League, they've changed that a little bit. But I think Wolves are a very underrated team, especially at home. I give them a chance against Arsenal. I think Arsenal are, I think Arsenal are massively overrated for this game. I don't know where they're going to get the goals from Arsenal. I mean, they've just got rid of their top goal scorer for the last few years and captain Aubameyang. He's gone to Barcelona. Uh, and Wolves here are plus 260 around about that kind of price with Bet Rivers to win it. Um, I think Wolves draw no bet at plus 155. We know Wolves draw a lot of games. I think I think there's a little bit of value in that Wolves price if I was leaning towards that. Uh, but one thing you always do in matches is you bet the draw at half time. Sort of said it so many times. I think it's something like, again, I haven't mm-hmm. got the stats on, I think something like 14 games this season that the game has been a draw at half time in Wolves game. And it's usually around about money mark. I think that's definitely the way to go. And for Liverpool, Leicester, I mean, you just can't not see goals. I mean, both teams have scored. Yes, the line is over three and a half. But in the last 14 Leicester games, 10 of them have cashed over 14, over three and a half. And in uh, the last 14 games, 12 of them, both teams have scored. They played, Last time they played, it was a 3-3 draw as well. So um, you, you would expect goals in that one. Okay. Well, how about fast forward to Liverpool's match beyond, behind, beyond this as they play Burnley. There's a cross-port prop here in Las Vegas and some other spots across the country, Nigel. What's going to have more Liverpool and Burnley goals, <clears throat> if you want to give us that side, that's up against Joe Mixon receptions, and his number on the board here is three and a half. Plus, you're also going to get half of a, you're going to get plus a half, plus one thirty with the soccer side here. Well, I'd be definitely going uh, with uh, Nixon rather than the goals. I don't need to be many goals in this game. I okay. mean, Liverpool, Burnley. When you when you want a game where you want to bet over goals, you really want both teams to participate in the goals. I just can't see Burnley participating. So effectively, you're playing Liverpool goals. I think Liverpool will probably win it two 0 Um, 3-0, something like that. Um, I I did actually like the win to nil for Liverpool in this game, if we're going to talk about it. Um, But uh, Burnley have failed to score at home against Tottenham, West Ham and Arsenal. They've only played four really big teams at home. The other team was Manchester United, which they played in midweek and drew 1-1. So, and all those would have gone under three and a half. I think they were 1-0, 1-0, 1-0 and 1-1. So, um, yeah, I think I think you're not going to get many goals in that game. And I also saw there was a prop there with um, Mo Salah goals uh, yes. against some. Uh, well, I, I don't I, I don't know what the ruling is, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if Salah didn't play. I think they may rest him and bring him off the bench. The only reason I I, I think that may happen is because I'm not I don't know any inside information or anything. But Liverpool have played obviously got got, got got to get Salah fit for the Champions League. They look at this as a winnable match. And he's just come back from the African Cup of Nations with Egypt, where he's got to the final and got beaten in a penalty shootout. So he's going to be quite demoralised. 
Uh, and, and I think they may give him a bit of time to get back. So I'm not absolutely certain that Salah will start. I think he'll play, he'll feature, but um, if he does, obviously he, he, he's, he's a goal threat. But um, in a usual Premier League, you say he's about a 95%, 99% certain if Salah is fit, he plays. But uh, on this occasion, I'm not quite sure whether he, they might want to risk him just yet. So they might want to beg him back slowly. So that's another one that's maybe worth uh, looking at. Okay. Well, Paul, here's the exact crossport prop, right? Mm-hmm. It's Salah goals. That's a pick And he's minus 140 against Matthew Stafford's second quarter touchdown passes, which is plus 120. Mm. So if you think Stafford can throw one in the second quarter per second Nigel, half. what he was just saying. Second half. Second quarter. Second quarter. It's got to be oh, in the second, second quarter. quarter. Okay. Yeah. God. Yep. Uh, did you have anything on AC Milan goals? Uh, they're pro- that's the that's that's the bet. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mitch. That's yeah. the bet I actually like. I've actually bet that this morning. I've got uh, not AC Milan. Sorry, the one I did see that you did have. Um, I've actually bet over two and a half goals in Barcelona v Espanyol. Okay. Um, I think I think there's goals in that game. Barcelona obviously signed. Uh, Abamyang from uh, from Arsenal. He 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 played well in in his on his debut. Barcelona is suddenly changing the way they're playing, and it's a, it's a derby. But I would expect goals in that game. So um, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on, on on the other side of that. But I think definitely goals in Barcelona Espanyol. Okay. So having heard that, Pauly, they're up against Joe Burrow touchdown passes for the game. He's expecting a lot of goals. You got to lay a dollar eighty with Barcelona and Espanyol, but. I mean, Mixon's, or I'm sorry, Burrow's prop is like one and a half for the game. Yeah. I would expect three goals in that Barcelona. You think you're going to get three? Really? Safe. Okay. You think you're going to get three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. I think, well, I think two, two, yes, three would be my, 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 my sort of pick. Okay. Can it get crazy? Four or five? Or just what? Oh, yeah, it certainly could do because it's a derby, you see. It's, and, okay. and a lot of people, there's only nine kilometers between these two sides. So a lot of people like to bet the unders on the derby, but also with derbies come a lot of red cards. And if a couple of players lose their head in it, okay, uh, you know these games have made yeah. to be quite fiery. Then you could you could see a lot of goals because it could be eleven against nine in the second half. Okay, very good. Anything else that Excellent. we didn't get to here? Anything else that you like? Just a couple of things in the Premier League. I think if you're looking for an unders, I think uh, the nil-nil detectors bleeping very heavily for oh. Watford v Brighton. Okay. Uh, I like that. I like that one. Uh, I like Manchester City to win to nil at Norwich. Norwich are the lowest scorers mm. in the Premier League. Manchester City are the highest scorers in the Premier League. Manchester City also boasts the best defence in the Premier League. They're like minus $5 to win the game, but you can get them at uh, minus 110 to, on, on to win to nil. I just can't see how Norwich can score. I think Man City do a professional job. 2-0, 3-0, get another three points. Uh, one team I really fear for in the second half of the Premier League season is Brentford. I think they started off the campaign on fire, playing some great football, getting some brilliant results in particular at home. But they have lost their last six matches and they conceded at least, at least two goals in those six matches. This is a huge match for them against Crystal Palace. If they lose this game, Relegation is a serious contender. They're plus 550 to be relegated. Um, but I think that um, Palace on the draw, no bet. I'm su- I'm staggered that Palace are the, uh, the underdogs. For this. I'm surprised that not, I think they should be favourites. I'm surprised that Brentford are favourites. I think the wrong favourite for this match. So I'm going to take Palace uh, with a draw, no bet at even money because the draw is probably a very, very good result for both sides and they may just settle for the draw. So okay. some insurance on that, uh, draw, no bet, Crystal Palace. Unbelievable knowledge as always. You're the best, lad. Good luck this weekend. 
Yeah, take care. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Good luck. What's the best bet? What's the bet I should have in the Super Bowl? Give me a bet. Quick. A prop. What have we got? No touchback. Yep. Opening kickoff. Okay. Instant gratification. Yeah, there you go. Yep, there you go. Thank you. Take the care, guys. Yep. You too. The first hour follow the money is brought to you by BetRivers.com, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 20% profit boost for any men's college basketball game every single Thursday. Must be 21 plus offers not valid in all areas. All areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. How about this? We go over some prop trends in Super Bowl history. Uh, you can find this stuff in our digital magazine, Absolute Gold. The Bet River Sport. The Bet River Sport. The Bet River Sport. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.